Welcome to Real World Radio Europe. Uh, a show brings together what's going on the over 30 national member groups of Friends of the Earth Europe. We are the European branch of the world's largest grassroots environmental and social justice networks, Friend of the Earth International. And this is Nader. And this is Paul. What are we talking about today? Uh, we are interviewing Natasha and Jelena from Friend of Earth, Bosna and his Grimmy, where they are working on river stickers. Natasha and Jelena are working on hydropower struggles in Bosnia and Herzegovina. There are currently over 100 planned developments in the country and more than 2,000 in the entirety of the Balkans, where it's experiencing something of what Natasha calls a damn tsunami. The problem is so acute that apparently in Albania, uh, when the well, the guy who was then the new Prime Minister two years ago, Eddie Rama, started, he said of his first six months in office, I didn't pass one day at work without someone calling or emailing me with this line, we are interested in a hydropower plant development. What's so bad about them? Well, we spoke to Yelena and Natasha to find out. Hi, my name is uh, Natasha Crnković from... Uh, Center za životnu sredinu or Center for Environment that is uh, Friends of the Earth Bosnia and Herzegovina and I'm for uh, for many years now already campaigning against hydropower plants and for protection of uh, rivers in our country. In Bosnia and Herzegovina we have uh, 244 rivers uh, and our country is in Balkan region but also uh, uh, wider, uh, quite famous and popular for its uh, fresh uh, and free-running rivers. Uh, the problem is that uh, almost on each of this river, hydropower plants are planned. So we have in total 300 uh, hydro projects uh, that are, some of them are already built, some of them are in procedure, and many of them are still in the plans. Uh, so all that together uh, made good good set of arguments for us to start a national-wide campaign. So this is the big picture on hydropower in Bosnia and Herzegovina. But first we asked Natasha what her personal history was with the campaign to save the rivers. Okay, so in general Bosnia and Herzegovina, it is characterized uh, like a country with high uh, biodiversity and with still uh, pristine areas, uh, meaning uh, free-running uh, free rivers, uh, pristine forests, uh, etc. Uh, those uh, those uh, species and habitats that are present in canyons uh, of the rivers that are threatened with hydropower plants can easily be uh, endangered. Uh, 
there, there is difference in the type of the project of uh, hydropower plants. So, uh, but anyway, they are making huge negative impact on the nature. So, for example, if uh, if you are talking about big dams, uh, they are in particular they, they are flooding uh, flooding the the canyons uh, with uh, with new artificial lakes uh, on the dams. Small hydropower plants that are really uh, popular now in in not only in Bosnia and Herzegovina but in the whole region are uh, not necessarily flooding parts of the canyon but drying them out because water is being uh, uh, channeled to pipelines uh, that are going through the river or or through uh, through, through the tunnel. Um, to, to make electricity, uh, leaving the the river uh, practically without water. So that is making huge direct impact uh, on the species that are depending on water. Uh, that means aquatic uh, uh, animals or plants that are uh, that are living in the water body, but also uh, it's making huge impact on the species that are depending uh, in one in through the chains of the. Uh, how animals and, and plants are connected uh, that are depending on another species that are threatened. So it is all connected and we already uh, are evidencing huge impacts uh, of existing hydropower plants on the nature. What is really important to add is that hydropower plants are making also huge impact on, on human uh, on human population, on local communities that are relying on this water either through uh, through tourism activities or to water supply or uh, there are many, many examples how hydropower plants are already now uh, being uh, evidenced as, uh, uh, as a reason to, um, uh, to have problems within local communities. As Natasha mentioned, this hydropower plants, both large and small, have big impacts on natural spaces. I personally, I was involved in few anti-hydro campaigns. Uh, the one that uh, was local uh, here on Vrbas River uh, started uh, many, many years ago. It uh, started in 2004. And that was the time when I actually joined, a few, few years before, I just joined uh, uh, the organization. And that ca huge campaign was actually one of my uh, first uh, campaign activities. Uh, later, we, uh, we started some initiatives to, uh, to protect this, uh, uh, this uh, river and specifically this, uh, this canyon. So Verbas River is going through... Uh, through through city where we are based, Banja Luka, it's second largest city in Bosnia and Herzegovina, and it's uh, really fa famous for its canyon. Uh, we do have huge potential on this river, like on many more, but on this, uh, especially for uh, adventure tourism. So we had uh, a few European and even world uh, uh, championships on this river for kayak, uh, canoe rafting, uh, and similar uh, and similar sports. Uh, this river is also important uh, uh, regarding its biodiversity. Uh, so those canyons are 
real biodiversity so so-called hotspots uh, being habitats for many uh, endangered and uh, relic species. So for me personally, uh, it is important because it, it's, uh, as I said, running through Banyaluka city and I'm attached to this river from my uh, childhood. And also I started uh, my scientific work uh, uh, in this in Canyon of this river too. And even with 300 hydropower projects to fight, Friends of the Earth Bosnia and Herzegovina still had some big campaign wins. Okay, so far we had few uh, great successes. I already mentioned Verbas River and campaign that uh, started 2004 and uh, active, really active part of campaign lasted till 2006. Uh, and within those two years, we basically succeeded to stop the, the project. It was project for that was about to flood the canyon uh, for two big dams, and it was stopped. Uh, now, 10 years after, new plans are being announced for the same project, a bit changed, but more or less the same. Uh, the, the impact will be, uh, again, uh, flooding and destroying the canyon. Uh, and we are... I, again, really ready to, to react on those plans. But we consider that as uh, one of the uh, first that scale success of us as organization. At that time, we also succeeded to raise an issue of high dams on a few more rivers in Bosnia and Herzegovina, like Drina and Neretva, that were at the same time uh, also threatened with a similar project. Uh, later on, and it was a few years ago, uh, that we run huge campaign against hydropower plants in National Park Sutiska. And the whole campaign we called Battle for Sutiska. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was linked, actually, the name was linked with famous uh, battle from Second World War that was called Battle on Sutiska. Mm -hmm. And we said that this is real battle. Uh, against corrupted politicians uh, and investors. And uh, as in case of Urbas River, now many years after, we again succeeded to bring, let's say, spotlight, to put this uh, issue in a focus of the public debate. Uh, this time it was five small hydropower plants that were planned. Uh, and as I said, small hydropower plants are really popular now. Uh, especially because those investors are receiving uh, public subsidies as small hydropower plants are considered as a renewable energy source. And it is being contra quite controversial, especially because those projects are being declared as the projects of public interest and they are private in investments. Uh, so with success in this in this campaign called Battle for Sutiska, we opened the whole new set of questions how small hydropower plants are problematic in their idea. But you can't win these campaigns by acting alone. We spoke to Natasha, colleagues Jelena and Vornich to hear about the, how they work with the communities and other campaigns across the country. My name is Jelena Ivanic. I live in Banyaluka, Bosnia and Herzegovina. I'm working on hydro uh, for one year now. In last period, we succeed to make this problem uh, of hydro projects uh, in BNH uh, more visible, and um, we are trying to open people's eyes uh, and show show them 
that these projects are bringing benefits uh, only to a few people, and it's clear that this is only a private interest. We organized our first meeting in June last year, uh, when we started actually coalition, and uh, made our draft of the campaign plan and uh, main goals. Uh, we also made a declaration for the protection of the rivers and its sustainable usage that will be signed by all members. And in December, we organized <laughs> in December, we organized uh, our second meeting in order to revise our plan and to check what is already done. At the end of December, we had press conference where we promoted coalition for the protection of the rivers in BNH and our short movie uh, River Keepers that is done with other members of the coalition. Movie represents people that and their struggles to protect the rivers and fight hydropower plants projects in our country. Um, because now we are on the beginning of we are coalition is just uh, on the start. We opened also a Facebook page and YouTube channel and the web page in order to reach more people and to promote more our activities. This was Friends of the Earth Europe and Rio Radio. And back to Natasha, who explains a bit more about how they work with communities and other campaign groups. We are based in, in Banyaluka, but we are working on a level of whole Bosnia-Herzegovina. And we are following Bosnia-Herzegovina is quite complex in its administrative setup. Uh, so we do have 14 governments within one country because it's, uh, it's politically and administrative still quite divided country. Uh, we work with uh, basically all environmental groups that are active, either grassroots or political advocacy organizations from the whole country. And that is the way how we are approaching local communities and also how local communities are approaching us when they are facing problems with, uh, with hydropower plants. Uh, we have many examples when there were no, in some small communities, there were no environmental organization at all, uh, but that didn't stop people being real, really active citizens and really uh, initiating uh, campaign activities and stopping hydropower projects. That is, that is actually making real, real difference in uh, in a society of our country, is that we are having number of uh, of citizens that are being active uh, without any uh, any structure to really be able to organize themselves in a way that they feel that is uh, appropriate uh, and to react. Uh, really often we are uh, being approached by those other organizations, other communities. Uh, and then we are, uh, of course, helping them. This assistance is going through, it's, it can be on many, many various levels, uh, either helping them in, in preparing media work and press releases or doing really often uh, running legal activities for them. 
Uh, so from writing uh, requests for information to being also uh, active uh, and submitting, for example, lawsuits, uh, but also uh, linking them with another organizations or people, individuals that are active uh, in the re in that, uh, for example, basin or region or even even much much wider. Uh, also, we do have a network of individual scientists that are supporting our campaign for protection of rivers and against hydropower plants. That are also quite often willing to help those individuals and communities in, for example, writing uh, comments for environmental impact assessment or many different needs. Uh, so basically, our role is to directly help those communities, uh, but also to link them uh, with another stakeholders that may help them. These coalitions are needed. Because, as Natasha explains, the government doesn't make it easy to fight hydropower projects. Uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina is having this quite complex uh, governmental setup. Uh, and we do have many levels that are being involved in the process of uh, hydropower planning. And in general, I can say that uh, we do not share opinion or idea how our rivers should be uh, managed and how energy should be supplied uh, and produced. In general, I think governmental structures on any level and environmental organizations and general public are on opposite sides. Uh, we do try to have a dialogue on specific issues, but we are not insisting on it because we are seeing that it's uh, quite... Uh, uh, that, that is very much different and that hardly we can we can reach any any uh, consensus or conclusion. So I would say that we are not having any support. In contrary, uh, we are being, uh, as it usually goes, being uh, presented by the government, especially Ministry for Environment, that we are foreign allies <laughs> and uh, yeah. being... Uh, being actually uh, against the country and against the development, especially it's making sense because we are uh, more and more clearly seeing the links within corrupted politicians and uh, investors. So, of course, we will not have any official support from the government, although I may say that we do have with some individuals that we do have, as I said, some kind of dialogue regarding requests for information, regarding public participation in, for example, decision-making on specific permits, on uh, specific uh, procedures for environmental impact assessment, when at least we can communicate with someone that is in charge for it, get information, forward it, uh, do commenting, and that some kind of... I wouldn't call it cooperation, but some kind of dialogue is existing. Also, few governmental institutions are quite in our favor. For example, Institute for Nature Protection that is giving uh, scientific opinions, for example, on hydro projects, is mostly on our side or we are on their side. Basically, we are on, on the same side. Unfortunately, this is not a very strong uh, institution that can make a decision. They're a scientific body and they're giving just their opinion. 
Finally, it turns out that you cannot only stop these projects uh, from happening by working uh, at the national level. A lot of the money behind them comes from Western Europe, and it's here that other friends of the Earth groups are getting involved. Yeah, I would add that it is uh, really important to raise this issue also uh, much wider than, than Bosnia and Herzegovina. Uh, the fact that we are uh, facing for uh, many years problem of unplanned hydropower plants, uh, it's, it's really not new. It's happening for years and years already, uh, but in the last few years, it's really, uh, it's really becoming so-called damn tsunami. And it's not happening only in Bosnia and Herzegovina, but also in the whole Balkan country and much wider. Uh, we do work also a lot with uh, with our partner organizations from organizations from the region, also within CNET network. And CNET stands for uh, Southeast Europe Network for uh, Natural Resources, Energy, and Transport. And that is informal uh, network of environmental organizations that are active on those fields. And we are really aware of the similar struggles that are being uh, uh, that are that are active in uh, in our neighboring uh, neighboring countries. What I think that is really important to have unified voice towards EU institutions and towards uh, investors. Really often investors are coming from uh, from Western European countries, so uh, out of uh, out of Bosnia and Herzegovina. And this is, I think, one of the niche where we can uh, be more active and tackle them in their uh, in their own countries. I think that's why it's also important to speak about this within our Friends of the Earth uh, network mm -hmm. uh, on European and international uh, level, uh, because already now we have few countries that are and few members that are interested like Friends of the Earth Switzerland, uh, like uh, our colleagues from Austria and Germany that are helping us and following, uh, is fo they're following what is happening here uh, in the region. I, I think that can also play some of the crucial roles in really uh, targeting, uh, targeting this problem uh, at its source. Thanks for listening and to keep up to date our network's campaigns. Uh, follow Friends of the Earth Europe on Facebook and Twitter and visit our website at www.foeeurope.org. Get involved with the Friends of Earth group near you by going uh, to EF. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> So this says foeeurope.org slash network, which I've written out phonetically. <laughs> Sorry, Nada. No, it's okay. Go ahead for this one. Thank you, darling. Um, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you download podcasts. And follow radio stories from around the Friends of Earth International Network at Radio Mundo Real.fm. Thanks to Pete the Temp for the music, and see you next time. Bye. Bye. This was Friends of the Earth Europe and Rio Radio. Radio.